Hello there, I'm Tim and he's John and this is How to Murder Time, a podcast about games and things. Mostly things. <laughs> How are you? I'm in one of those moods, actually. I, yeah, had a bit of a moment on the way. I don't know if it was the act of coming here that just sort of all brought it yeah. crashing down on me, but I, I was quite chipper. I had a few games I was going to talk about, but then I just sort of started thinking about, you know, the, the eternal verities of it all and, 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 and what does it all mean anyway? And I don't know, I'm just feeling a bit... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, one of those moods. So, um, yeah, I think we've done. A, we've written a list of things that aren't games. I've got a, there's a couple of games on that list. Okay, fair enough. Of. But yes, I don't know. Just yeah, same old, same old, isn't it? Yeah, week in, week yeah. out. Do do write in comments if you're fed up with watching the show and don't want to comment on it anymore. That would be good to know. Well, if you want to buy the brand, <laughs> <laughs> wanted two new podcast hosts. <laughs> um, yes, yes. Um, show needs to regenerate, really, doesn't it? It really does, I think. Anyway, um, yeah, go on then, talk, talk, fill an hour. I'm gonna. <laughs> I've been playing Rogue Trooper. Rogue Trooper. Or more accurately, Rogue Trooper Redux. Is that's that's not a Warhammer thing, is it? No. Well, you say it's Rogue not Trader, a Warhammer. I'm thinking of. Yeah. You say it's not a Warhammer thing, but it's about genetically engineered super soldiers in the future who, when they die, bits of them need to be cut out and saved so they can make them again. It's a common theme. Also, they drop down from the sky and drop pods. And okay. In fact, when uh, 40K was being designed, mm. uh, Games Workshop may well have had the license for all of the those things a uh, uh, different model range and a lot of them got pulled over into 40k okay okay basically what uh rogue trooper is is a game that came out in 2006 which got re-released i think i vaguely remember you talking about yeah. it yeah they uh, got god we've been doing this a long time ah it's pre yeah. the podcast yeah. okay good yeah. uh then do you remember the before the podcast vaguely <laughs> i don't <laughs> Do you remember playing games of fun? I'm having a bit of a breakdown at the moment. What? Do you remember playing games for fun? Not about um, how you can analyse Well, things. I still play games for fun, but there's always a part of the back of my mind taking notes, you know? Yeah. So, I don't always know. Always got to remember to record the bit of video. Always got well, that's a new thing, yeah. Anyway, mm. you, you are a clone uh, super soldier mm-hmm. who, when you die, um, you have 60 seconds to cut out the chip from the back of your head and then that gets put into a bit of gear mm-hmm. which keeps it running and so that keeps the personality alive and then taken back to base and then gets put into a new clone body. That sounds like a quite a contrived explanation for the extra lives mechanic we're familiar with the in game many games. The doesn't cover that at all because the story doesn't cover that. The story ah. of Rogue Trooper mm. in the comics and in the game starts with... Uh, a massive battle where the clone troopers uh, drop down into a battle and they're all wiped out. Right. Because it was basically... Sounds quite cheery. It's very cheery. Mm. Uh, th- th- there was a traitor um, who um, <laughs> uh, betrayed them. It, it's um, basically the North, the Nords and the South... Um, fighting each other in this massive war and details that it's on Earth or some no, no, it's on planet. planet. Okay, although it's implied it's throughout the galaxy. Okay, uh, so what happens is um, there's a massive uh, slaughter of all of these troops, and then one of them survives. Mm. His name is Rogue. Then he goes rogue. Damn you, nominative determinism. Yeah, and. Uh, along the way, yeah. he meets meets up with a guy called Gunner. Okay. Who gets killed. <laughs> so his chip goes in his gun. Right. Then he meets up with a guy called Bagman. What? A guy called Bagman. Bagman? He gets killed. Yeah. 
And so then... The so he's off going around collecting a ragtag motley band of chips. Yeah, that, uh, and then that, go, that goes in the bag. And uh, <laughs> All of his equipment are dead soldiers. Yeah, and they were talking. OK. And, and then he meets a guy called Helm. Helm. What, what, what happens to him? He dies. <laughs> Where does he go when he dies? In the hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you come to explain this to someone else. No, it's always... No, no, OK. Uh, right. It was basically invented in the late 70s. Um... And I don't think that maybe as much effort was put into some of the aspects of the story as maybe would be put in nowadays, like coming up with names which aren't very late 70s comics. <laughs> it does all sound a bit placeholder yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like we, once we get the writer in, they can change all this. Oh, yeah. And Rogue Trooper Redux is a re-release of the 2006 game, which is a first-person shooter of this thing. OK. Um, where you start off dropping down into the battle, everyone gets slaughtered, you meet a gunner, then you mm. meet Bagman, then you meet Helm. Right. It does not go well for them. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the squad. Oh. And each time you uh, get one of them, I put them in your equipment, your equipment gets more useful. More it, it, argumentative, it, it, by the sounds of it. Yeah, to start with, it gets a bit more sarky. Okay. <laughs> and it okay. doesn't help the gunner sounds awfully like Claptrap. Right. Mm, yes, yeah. that, that could be a problem. <clears throat> Uh, and so, you know, first of all, you get the gun upgraded, which gives it several abilities like um, better targeting, and also you can put it down and turn it to a gun turret, mm. and it'll automatically shoot stuff while you're off doing other stuff. Then you get the bag upgraded, and this gives you the ability to turn scrap into ammo and things, okay. and health packs. And then you get the helmet upgraded, and that gives you the ability to hack doors and various things. So actually, they use it in really nice and neat and thematically sound way of unlocking your abilities as the first couple of levels go okay yeah which i thought was a really nice touch mm -hmm. now this, this is a game originally from 2006 and it plays like a 2006 shooter <laughs> yeah which is not necessarily a bad thing if you remember shooters from back then those were the good old days <clears throat> i would imagine if you played shooters modern shooters mm. and hadn't played them from before yeah this game is going to suck no autosave <coughs> uh there's checkpoints the checkpoints um, yeah, there are checkpoints. Um, they're quite far apart. Complicated maps that you need to actually look at a map to use. No, not really. Not the L-shaped corridors. No, no, again, it's not. Um, they don't quite feel as corridor as they do now. Okay. Um, but the, there is stuff like you know, the shooting is a little bit. Is there a blue off. key card, a red key card, and a yellow key card? There often was. Not yet. Um, but yeah, and, and the graphics look a bit. Upper res 2006 mm -hmm. with higher. I well, you learn to put up with that if you're at all interested oh, yeah. in games from the past. Well, you know, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, it has my enthusiasm for playing more modern games is waning quite rapidly, and my enthusiasm for playing older games, <laughs> I just find them far more interesting nowadays. That's because you're getting old. Yeah, it's the the things that are invented in the first third of your life, the whole Douglas Adams thing, isn't it? You know, as you get old, the things that you grew up with retain their interest, whereas the new things seem suspicious and. What well, basically and confusing. Is I'm completely fed up with modern shooters and they don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's understandable. Because they, they've all just been reduced down to the same. Mm. I mean, what I like about this is it, it's 
okay it's a very familiar plot and happens to be the plot that a lot of the other, you know halo is based on it and 40k is based on it and everything else comes from it well it's a, an easy trap to fall into playing games from that era and thinking oh this is just like all the other shooters no no this is what all the other yeah. shooters were based on this is what came first these well, kinds of the, things this was new and fresh back i'm talking then. more the plot well yeah yeah because uh, yeah, this was always a also ran shooter. It, it reminds me a lot of um, that tower one. The uh, fire warrior. Fire warrior. Yes, I should. Warhammer forty k fire yeah. warrior. That was, I, I enjoyed that. that was yeah, good. A, a lot of people hate it, it's a good and one. I don't know why. They Surprising hate amount it. of voice talent in it as well. Yeah, remarkably so. Mm. It's got poetry and everything. Tom Baker and Brian Blessed both in the yeah. same game. Nowadays, that's not allowed because that's a dangerous it's level. A critical of mass. Wildness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, just playing it. You know, it feels like the plot actually happens, and mm. yeah, it just. I don't know. It just feels a lot more like it's something that was written and designed as a thing rather than okay this is going to be this set piece level this is this set piece level mm -hmm. and i'm finding it really refreshing mm. of course the reason why i started playing it was it got released uh, late last year um and everyone thought why are they doing that this is a sort of a uh, not very important game that no one really remembered it all forgotten about mm. and then of course um there was the announcement that there's a film coming okay so um um Duncan Jones, him who what made Moon, Moon. Uh, is and World of Warcraft, the did. film. Again, people don't like that. I don't know why. I haven't seen it, but I've heard lots of contradictory opinions about it, so I've no idea what to think. Yeah, you should probably watch it. <laughs> I'm not that into Warcraft. But it's, I think the big problem is that everyone hated it because it was nothing to do with World of Warcraft. I know. That's why I it was it. actually, a, I think it was a retelling of the original first yeah, Warcraft, Warcraft RTS one. game. Yeah. So, so all sorts of hero names I didn't know or heard. Because, and this is going to annoy people. Yeah. Have you looked at the plot in World of Warcraft? Uh, the plot in World, well, World of Warcraft's got a new expansion announced or soon or something or out now or something, and apparently it's all completely retrofitted all the i don't know okay. talking about games whatever yeah. but yes the plot in world of warcraft is is crazy because there's about 15 expansions and each of them sort of reset the, the things that went before apparently so it's best not to just really pay any attention to the story in that game no. at all no it's best just to play uh concentrate on the number keys mm. yeah watch the little clocks along the bottom yeah uh <laughs> that should deal with half of them <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to the film. Uh, it's years away, of course, because films take forever to make. And it's going to piss everyone off, of course, because it's not going to be the uh, interpretation that everyone wants. Because mm. these things never are. Have we got enough superhero films now? It's not really a superhero film. Is it? Okay, that's good. And hopefully it's going to be a... Uh... I think we've got enough superhero films now. You sure? Yeah, it'll last us for at least the next 25 years, I think. No, that's just Marvel's announced schedule. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to the film, and so I thought I'd play the game because of it, and the, the game's quite enjoyable, and uh, cool. I spent far more time playing that game than I have most modern games. So what's specifically about modern games is it that you're just not interested in? What's the most modern shooter out that everyone is, thinks is excellent? I don't know. I'm really out of touch as well. well see, they're not all bad. This is turning into a whole grumpy old men podcast, This is definitely going to be a grumpy old men yeah. Um... There was like some Ghost Recon, there's, Rainbow there's, Wildlands there's thing. Still, there's Cod Battlefields. <laughs> and, uh, 
but that's the thing we think of franchises we don't think of individual titles no. anymore it's oh what's the latest card what's the latest black something i don't know i don't even know the names now no, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah yeah it's it, i like, should know the name of the last crank the handle back. next one comes out do they renovate do they is it titanfall 2 is that titanfall 2 new? was the last decent I don't know. but even then i got destiny so far 2 playing. destiny 2 uh, i've got it <laughs> but i can't be asked to play it and so uh, yeah if i just like maybe i should do that as an experiment i should just march into whatever it passes for a computer game shop these days and buy the number one thing and play it and rejuvenate me (laughs) pez evolution (laughs) soccer manager thing whatever i don't know yeah and what's the number one game on steam that's league of legends still is it oh i could was that the super data might be pubg thing pubg i don't know i'm just feeling really detached from from everything at the moment that's the thing is that you, you look at all the announcements of games and it's all we're adding a battle royale mode, and I'm thinking I don't want to play a battle royale mode. Mm. I'm now discounting your game. Yeah, and I've been doing that with so many games recently. I've discounted nearly all. Oh, that PUBG thing was popular. Oh, Fortnite. You know, I'm just ah, okay, yeah. And I, it's it's nothing to do with games, is it? It's me, yeah. and this is what worries me. I it's my birthday this week, by the way. No, sorry, no, no need, no need for for presents or cards or anything. It's fine. But I, it's sort of reminding me of mortality, reminding me I'm getting older. And I, I what I always worried, or well, perhaps didn't worry enough that was going to happen. And I think it's starting to happen. I'm starting to think that I'm going to grow out of computer games one day and perhaps yeah. not so far away. I, I'm, I'm what happens then? Because my whole life up to this point from the age of about 11 has been basically immersed in computer games. That's been the be-all and end-all. And I'm beginning to think perhaps I should have you know, worked harder at the other things adult human beings do when they get to this sort of age. And But then at some point soon I'm going to think, oh, I can't be bothered with computer games. Very much like the mood I'm in at the moment, which is you know, not great for a games podcast. But then I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's not. Maybe it's genuinely the the games at the moment aren't that great. I don't know. I, I don't trust my own opinion on 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 gaming at the moment. You know, I don't trust myself to be a, a useful critic or, or or an impartial and objective and informed viewpoint on on my gaming. And and if I've not got that, what do I have left? I tell you what I have left. I have other things. I'm going to talk about Couch to 5K. Oh, God. Yes, I, I, I did that again. So this was off the back of... Cause, right, you this, have to do it again because you have to run back. I'll talk about the, the reason I'm doing this. Oh, come on, that was a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you do it in a big circuit anyway i mean there's a i've got a 5k route that goes around the estate in which i live and that's all very nice it's a, i was going to do it today but it was a bit rainy but i've been out and about in it in two or three times a week for the last nine weeks um yeah three times a week for the last nine weeks and it's the nhs website we've got it or you can find apps there's all sorts of places you can find this thing and basically for those who don't know the basic plan is that you run a little bit more each time over a period of nine weeks and eventually by the end of it all you're capable of running for 30 minutes without stopping and, and without dying as well and that typically for most people's average running speed for 30 minutes is about five kilometers which mm. is where the whole thing comes from you start as a couch potato and end up being able to run 5k it works you know it's very carefully calibrated and and carefully well works for me anyway i mean i i'm not particularly fit not particularly active or, or sports enthusiastic but following it week by week they push you just enough each time you just about can do it you just about can follow the instructions and run for when they say to run and walk for the bit they say to walk and so on eventually nine weeks later you can run for 30k again and i've done this before i talked about it on a previous show like i don't know last year sometime or the year before but your body does forget you do it does all go to seed again if you don't keep it up so now the trick's just to keep going with it so i should never wipe out all the wolves 
<laughs> you always need some kind of motivation, yeah. So, yeah, I'm very pleased with that. I managed to get all back onto it. And that, it was easier this time, knowing that it was possible, because I'd already done it once before, so that was something. I mean, it's a bit scary the first time around, a couple of years ago, because you don't really know, what, really? Run for, like, 20 minutes this time? Are you sure? But if you don't trust yourself and instead trust the podcast or, the, you know, the, the actual people who put the programme together, um, then you'd be surprised what you can do. So that was all quite good. I mean, yeah, I was out running last week, this last week with the heat wave and stuff. I think it was 32 degrees when I was doing the last run, and uh, I was all right, actually. So that was quite good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not uh, not especially humble bragging at the moment here, so it was no. good. But, you know, fitness, that's something I'm sort of thinking about, and I've been doing a lot more outdoorsy hiking and have. stuff lately. And, and that's time I would have spent gaming. That's, I don't know. It's like, I don't know if I'm... It's not... It's not that I've sort of opened my eyes in a sort of Scrooge-like revelation one morning and thought, oh, I've wasted my life gaming. I should be doing all this other proper adult <laughs> stuff that, that grown-ups do, you know, instead. It's not that at all, but it's nice to have more facets to, to, to life, I suppose, and that's something I've been experimenting with over the last five years or so. I don't know. But I worry, where's that going to end up? Am I going to just get fed up with games eventually, entirely? Or is, it, or is it just certain games? I don't know. Or am I going round and round old games? That's always I seem to be finding to do. So, yeah. This this week, uh, this last week since the last show, because I got that four terabyte hard disk um, when my other one broke and died. I thought, yeah. oh, let's fill it with all the all the MMO clients ever, all at once, um, in a bid to find one that would capture my interest. So let's see. Do you want a quick rundown of some of the on, games I've tried over the last week? Plant side two. Still going, yep. Um, I too got sold to a company that uh, was owned by the Russian uh, government. Well, all and of, used it to harvest information to help uh, swing the election. Quite possibly. I mean, Daybreak Allegedly. Games was spun off from Sony Online Entertainment and bought by Columbus Nova, a uh, sinister hedge fund investment corporation, which turned out to have some kind of sinister links to when Russian you, when mafia you have or to something. Deny your first press release saying <laughs> who you were bought by. I saw those. That was brilliant. Yeah, no need to worry, everyone. Okay. Um, but yes, I don't know anything about that really. But I popped in and had a good old quick go on my Vanu. I uh, battle rank fifty three something or other. Had a run around, shot some people, got killed a few times. Mostly cloaking and a bit of engineering and stuff. Same as ever. I think the big innovation there at the moment is they're doing something called the Advanced Specialization Program. Uh -huh. So when you get to battle rank hundred, you haven't finished. You don't get to go away and live your life. You instead can effectively do what looks to be some kind of new game plus. They reset you back down to battle rank zero and give you a specialization point, which you can spend uh, by unlocking a number of different abilities. And these are sort of things that in little tiny minor enhancements, which really don't warrant putting the time in to get to battle rank 100. But they're things like um, heaviest yeah, um, light assaults. If you're a light assault, you're allowed to use SMGs, and that'll be your point unlock. Or, or you're a cloaker, you can use the grenades from another class, or or there's an advanced heavy shield for heavy assault people. Very, very minor cross-pollination cross, cross -pollination things. Things like one class, because each class in there is only under a certain set of weapons, yeah. certain classes of weapons. Well, if you've got one of these battle specialisation points from getting around, you know, completing battle rank 100 and respecking again, you can, you can unlock the ability for that class to have also access to one of the weapons from a different class. They all seem very very minor sort of just little perks really rather than now i am now i have ticked this box i will just you know shoot lasers from my eyes and kill everyone i look at type thing so um yeah population wise i think they had one maybe two continents on the go it seems relatively stable there were fights i'm not sure there were vast numbers but it's hard to tell given the metrics that you have yeah. for that game it's it's you can still find the kind of gameplay that was there like a couple of years ago i don't know how old it is now so it's old. been going a while 
Um, yeah, so that was still going. I had a quick go, quick run around there, and I, yeah, I didn't totally suck. I got killed a lot, and I know that if I put the effort in, you know, three three weeks or so, I'll probably get to a almost a break even kill death ratio, perhaps. But. Um, but, who's, got uh, who's got that kind of time? Well, yeah, it's the effort of it all. Um, let's see what else did I download and install. Uh, DDO Dungeons oh, yeah, and Dragons that. Online. Well, I'm playing Lord of the Rings Online at the moment, and I think Multi was chatting. We we're chatting about uh, Turbine's other games. And I think he still dips into DDO now and then. So I thought oh, I'll download that and have a look. Utterly baffling. Completely yeah. incomprehensible. I fired up one of my like level five or six wizard or something, running around Stormreach marketplace, and I just I barely understood what any of the icons on the map actually meant, let alone what well, my hotbar did. Um, yeah, I know. I, I get the basics of it. I need. To, I couldn't work out where I'd got to or what I was doing. I could probably just repeat some of the dungeons, but it just seems really hard to reconnect with it. It was always a very theory crafty, staty heavy sort of yeah. game, and it was this weird, weird sort of interpretation of dungeons and dragons which they sort of tacked on instead you'd think dungeons and dragons the computer game would become something a lot more along the lines of Baldur's gate or neverwinter nights or that sort of thing but instead they sort of tried to make this weird first person shooter action game with real fast cooldown mechanics and stuff like that and it's, it's, it's it's more actiony than most normal mmos and i, I just found myself baffled by the whole thing i bounced right off that really yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I, I didn't even do any actual gameplay i was just running around the what effectively are the lobby areas and just not really understanding or working out where i should be or what i was going to do next very much like the time i went back to ultima I just thought I, I was just almost utterly paralysed by the whole experience, and I just thought, no, there's other games I'd rather be playing, and I just logged off. I've tried twice and had the same same almost alert. It's almost like a mental allergic reaction to the yeah. whole thing. And I, I've got a level twenty character in there. I don't know what the cap is now, but twenty is a big deal in there because each of their levels is equivalent to five normal MMO levels. So, so I, why not just have? I don't know. I, I was scared of using that. You know, you get this thing where you've been away from an MMO for like about, I don't know, five, three or four years. You jump back in and there's your super high level character and you yeah. think, oh God, I'm not touching that because I'm going to screw it all up. I, probably I've had a number of forced respects. I have no idea what any of the things mean <laughs> now. I used to know. And, and they've changed anyway. And I'm probably just going to get wiped, killed and whatever death penalties apply will apply heavily to me because I have no idea what I'm doing all of a sudden. So it's going to take a lot. So you think, okay, well, I'll, I'll find a lower alt to just get back into it with and try and relearn the basics of the game and i couldn't even do that indeed yeah that's <laughs> just had such a problem with it ah god i don't know i mean and again you know i know i obviously i knew how to play in the past i mean i could probably learn how to play again but who's got that kind <laughs> yeah. of time yeah so bounced off of that what else did we try neverwinter Oh yeah, cryptic perfect world entertainments uh, Neverwinter, um, which is another sort of variation on the DDO theme. It's a much more actiony thing. It's based on you as a solo player, sort of just running around instances, zapping stuff with your cool abilities and stuff. I got on better with that. It yeah. was a, that's a lot more kinetic, a lot more. But it's it's got that sort of cryptic perfect world cash shoppery all over the bloody place, and the whole thing runs off token grinds, off rep reputation bars off daily things it's it's a real calculated exercise in in manipulative psychology to be honest you know the perhaps, perhaps one of the worst uh, that you'll see in, in online gaming and online gaming as a whole is rife with this stuff and you're just thinking right okay now i need to go here and do that thing and look time limited thing go to do that event yeah. collect these tokens and then uh, come back next day to do this thing and i think oh, i don't want to be logging in every single day for a game got better things to do i've got better things to do yeah well <laughs> i know no, I've, got, I've got lots of different games i need to be logging <laughs> 
into <laughs> each day. But I just don't want to be connected and beholden and, well, that, that. and enthralled to, to, to a system of progress which requires my continual yeah. repeated participation. That, that is one of the things that's dri- driving me away from gaming. It's the uh, move towards everything being this... What they call games as services, which well, is just <coughs> rubbish. It's, it's more the it's the Skinner box, isn't it? Yeah. It's the rat pressing the pellet to get pressing the bar to get the food pellet. And, and if you and don't get all, it, this is going to go away. We've all yeah. known that that's how the bloody things worked all along, right? From uh, back, way back to EverQuest and Ultra Online, it was always about prod response, prod response. You know, it's, it's that dopamine thing. It's about monetizing addiction, I suppose. You know, in in many ways. <coughs> but that's the you know that was the nature of the game. And we're aware of it. And we know, but it just gets more and more. I don't know. I don't don't want some computer game telling me what I've got to do every day. That's what I've been. Enjoying. It doesn't get to set tasks yeah. for me. I am more important than them. You know. It's why I'm enjoying Rogue Trooper. Yeah, <clears throat> I, mean, I just you fly it up, play, you a play a bit, you go away. I got a bit annoyed that they put it achievements in. It, it doesn't care if you don't come back tomorrow. You yeah. come back whenever you like. Yeah, that's the sort of thing. I just don't think any any MMO development company gets to dictate my weekly sh- or daily schedule. You know that whole oh you've got to log in every day for your login reward and if you'll you'll miss out if you don't get it well, I don't care and I think that's probably an important step being able to just step away yeah. from that because I, I I've 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 gone for that I, I mean you know regular viewers and listeners will, will humorously recall my my Star Trek. Star Trek Online spaceship obsessions when they mm. do their events you've got to log in every day to get your special tick if you don't have all your ticks you'll not get the special thing what thing it's a digital amount of guff that exists on a server that's just going to be turned off when when you know the post apocalyptic times arrive yep. when the sun swells up and in, ex- engulfs the earth or oh wow yeah yeah so uh anyway, focus focus keep it light um yeah so neverwinter i don't know i found neverwinter was a bit more accessible you can certainly drop in and just do a few few ten minutes here or there you know it's it's uh but it, it, there's it's, it's it's always clawing at you and if you let yeah. it it will it will consume you and it will it will demand that you put in time every day and you go to this place now and you go to this place now it will tell you what to do in in quite 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 extensive terms i suppose and it's up to you if you want to listen and pay any attention and it can be quite easy to get sucked into that. I know, and, and to be honest, Neverwinter is essentially fantasy Star Trek online. Yeah. They are by the same company, by the same publisher, and, and the, a huge number of the mechanics exist in both games. So, you know, one for one for one, you've got, you got uh, you know, companions and things, which are your bridge officers, you've got your duty officers, well, that's the profession crafting in there, astral diamonds, dilithium, you know, I mean, you can trace feature sets one-to-one, yeah. but, to be honest. And so, you know, if you don't like sci-fi, well, have a look at Neverwinter. It's the same game, but, but with, with Baldur's. Gate trappings all over. Unless Tilly. Yes. Well, I, <clears throat> I haven't. I didn't get Star Trek Online in the end. But I, I, I might yet. You know, I'm still going through this flux phase of what the hell I'm going to be doing for the next couple of months. Uh, what else did I download and have a go out there was uh, EverQuest One. <laughs> You really do hate yourself. <laughs> I think that's because I hate myself. Yeah, that's that's a kind of masochistic thing. My God, that is so slow. I tried to, you know, just do a bit of combat in there, and it is literally four. Is about. Yeah, there's a, like a four or five second auto attack timer <laughs> for your character in there. I, um, I again, you know, I had a level thirty character that I didn't dare touch because you have ac- actual XP loss yeah. in EverQuest. You will literally lose time you have spent in that game if you die. So I thought, all right, let's let's fire up a newbie and have a go in there. Off to the Mines of Glooming Dark tutorial area again, and I'm standing there, and it is the worst excess, the worst case of marionettes standing next to each other miming with clocks <laughs> cal- cooling down, and you can forgive it. 
it's EverQuest. It's bloody twenty years old or whatever, and that's it, it shows. Frankly, yeah. I mean, they sort of tried to you know keep, refresh it by you know working at the edges a little bit, resolution up a little bit, that kind of thing. You know, the occasional little events as a hero's journey thing there now that tries to guide you through appropriate zones. It has maps it never had. Yeah, I've talked a lot about that on a previous you know, video thing on on the channel somewhere, but. Yeah, I don't know, and I found myself sort of, you know, I don't know, almost nihilistically compelled to have a quick. Yeah, I spent about three hours in there the other day, and I don't know why. I think probably because I hate myself. Yeah, yeah. it was a kind of <laughs> masochistic self harm. Three I think. hours. So, what was the thing you achieved in it? Uh, I got to level five. Oh. in three hours that's yeah. three hours in most MMOs will get you to 20 probably yeah. and and I'm still in the tutorial and I just don't have the energy to carry on anymore and and I remember EverQuest and it is all rose tinted hindsight it is all you know oh I remember travelling across these wide open world that was explorable and you could find remote places and explore and, and see things and you know the, but it's all rubbish now you know seen with the eyes of 2018 or whatever yeah. you know it's, it's low poly the places are uninteresting the zones are needlessly vast you yeah. know yeah. you know in terms and travel times are really slow and, and combat is really slow progression is really slow and it, it purely exists because i think there is a generation of folks like me who have yet to snap <laughs> <laughs> i don't know perhaps that's doing everquest fans a huge disservice i don't know many people carry it's still you know there was like three or four people coming through the tutorial new creation character creation yeah. area at the time people were playing it the numbers are there bizarre i don't know yeah and all these games there were people you know none of these none of the ones i fired up and had a look were dead i suppose if they're really dead they they, they actually shut and disappear but oh god um yeah uh, da, 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 yeah and there was another one but i'll let you talk for a bit because i've just been ranting okay <laughs> oh, i'm gonna talk about something a bit more positive go on then kill team kill team yeah this isn't a computer game no, at all, it's not is it? a computer game at all uh it's the latest game from games workshop which is um a skirmish game mm. for i think it's between three and twenty people in a team Okay. Not players, uh, models. In <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so what happens is you make your little kill team. Yeah. Which may be 20 grots, or it may be um, three grey knights or something. Okay. And yeah. then you uh, play it and you go, oh, hang on, this isn't Necromunda, is it? <laughs> and then you think, but they still sell Necromunda. Why is that then? They've got these two games which are almost the same, which are competing and don't know what's going on. And then you think, oh, they've released Kill Team once a year for the last how many years now? And it's been a different it game. It did sound time. familiar, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it it's actually a really interesting little game because it, when it comes down to it, 40k has got a couple of issues. Mm. It costs far too much money. Yeah, takes far too long to play. Yeah, and who's got time for that? And it's got a vast number of models that you got to try and yeah. paint and store and everything. But with this, where what you'll do is you'll put together, you'll buy one box of minis probably. You'll put together a uh, team based on that. You'll build some of the models, put together a team. Yeah. Then you you build them up how you want with the different uh, loadouts you uh, care about. Mm -hmm. Then you'll start playing a campaign, and some of them may get killed, and you might want to replace them with a different model, which you then build up from the rest of the bits in the kit. Okay. And uh, as you go along through the campaign, they'll level up and get a bit better and get a bit more experienced, and uh, you build a um, appreciation of the, these people as a person. Unless it's a gene stealer, then you don't just <laughs> appreciate it's a gene stealer okay and i quite like that idea rather than the whole here's 300 orcs yeah Shove. here's 300 yeah. orcs oh that didn't work that means i need some better guns so i'm gonna go out and buy a couple of these cannon <laughs> things mm. okay i'll spend 80 quid on cannon things now i've got to build them and paint them and oh look i've got a bit more shooting now but i don't have enough people so maybe i need to yeah mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. I've always resisted getting into it myself. I'm quite happy to, you know, play play against you with some of your armies and stuff, but it just, just never really seemed like an attractive proposition mm. getting into 40k. You know? But yeah, a kill team comes with two different little armies, mm-hmm. uh, which gives you the bits to make way more models than you need. Uh, yeah. Um, so you've got Gene Steeler Cults, uh, and you've got um, the Admech. Yeah, mm. who are the people from Mars. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, you mm. can start building up these things. You'll get loads of spare bits at the end. You, Because you've only got 10 people in your squad or whatever, you're building them up with a lot more thoughts towards... Um, them being a bit more characterful and uh, yes instead of just rows and rows of similar yeah. space troopers and, and they're all troops so what you're doing is you're putting a lot more time and effort painting on your rank and file than you would do in the normal game do you get like officers or commanders no. or anything? oh yeah you get leaders and things but yeah. it's just basically an upgrade for that person right so right. It, it's all troop choices and so you're not buying any individual uh, people to use you just buy a box and use that so what does moment to moment gameplay actually like is that very similar to 40k it, it's very much like 40k yeah so you know rolling dice and yeah. measuring rulers and moving yeah. them about um, and shooting and so on in, in fact it, it's just a modified version of 40k but so does this seem like it's a, what, an introductory sort of thing no, to get um, people in or is it its own thing it, it exists as its own thing for a couple of reasons one is competitive play because hmm. I just thought get this impression that Kill Team was just a sort of starter box for no, 40k. No, it, it really is. Well, it, it is, but it is its own game. You know, it, it's not so much a starter for getting into 40k. It's a starter to get you into buying for 40k because hmm. uh, it, it's played on a, a board which is about. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't work. Yeah, it's on the table in front of us, uh, which is a reasonable size, which will fit on a coffee table. It's about half a meter by about 75. 750? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so yeah, it can be played in, in a lot more places. You can fit it on a metre by metre table, basically, yeah. yeah. Um, Not the, you know, the usual 8 by 4 massive piece yeah. of chipboard you have to go and buy and, and find the, somewhere to put. The box set, if you mm. want to go the box set route, which mm-hmm. you don't have to, comes with enough scenery to fill one of these um, uh, battle zones. Okay, yeah. Uh, also, they sell <coughs> individual ones, which I'll talk about in a minute. Mm. Yeah. And so in the, in the starter set for just shy of 100 of your earth pounds mm. you get uh, about 16 tons of plastic mm, okay uh, which, which has their new 100 pounds is still sounding quite expensive it's still quite expensive but you don't have to pay that mm. um it's what all you really need to pay is the book yeah uh which to be honest once you know the rules you only really need one copy of the book between all your friends and um it then helps if you've got the cards which are 10 pounds which are just contain lists of all of the uh, that's what their abilities, abilities and things yeah. it? it seems very similar to that shade spire thing but yes but, it, but sci-fi it exists well it's not actually a card game um it basically just has uh you're not good at deck building you just have lists of abilities you can use okay <coughs> so it's very much like shade spire and fills the same point of Shadespire which is yes you can have these you can have a tournament of these set up very easily in mm-hmm. not that much space yeah. and the games play really fast it's half hour or so to 45 minutes mm. uh, so yeah, you can play it at lunchtime which you just can't do with 40k and they have a very 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 understanding it box. does have the look and feel and scope of a more conventional sort of board game yeah. like your ticket to rides or Catan or whatever it's some you know that kind of format whereas a, a game a proper game of like 2000 point per side Warhammer 40k is not a 
casual proposition. No. It's a it's a four or five hour job, and you need a whole room set aside yeah. for it. Uh, and they sell different mm. uh, battle zones, so you get a new card. Uh, map to play on okay, and different yeah. sets of scenery so there's one which is uh basically the docks area or a warehouse area yeah, yeah. which is full of the containers it seems, it seems like a much more reasonable proposition than yeah. anything that they tried to do but in the of past. course what happens is after you've got a couple of those you realize you've got enough scenery there for a full 40k table if you wanted and then you can just put it onto a normal well, yeah, size table <laughs> i suppose <laughs> the fact that it acts as a gateway drug is, yeah. is, a, is a bonus as well i suppose but but yeah i mean this is the sort of thing i because like I, I keep saying whenever we talk about these war games i liked man of war which was essentially all, all that uncharted seas thing which wasn't games workshop the idea that you'd have a handful of units and yeah. that you have to work with those you have to really learn them you have to apply them cleverly yeah. and carefully not just you know using the old um sort of shovel to <laughs> s- s- push whole loads of expensive plastic across the board and just hope for the best with like massive load of dice rolls there's more control more finesse to a tactical game rather than large scale 40k which turns into this big strategic well well we'll just roll a million dice and hope some of them land yeah and i always like the way it's <clears> more <throat> narrative because that gives you when stuff goes wrong mm. Like you rolled really badly. Yeah. It matters. Individual but it, soldiers dying matters. Yeah, it turns into more of a story. Like scrape them off, like, you know, it's like some yeah. and, you know, ghastly odd, First World War type analogue. Odds are when Trooper Dave dies, yeah. he's going to be replaced by Trooper Steve, who looks just like Trooper Dave. Not necessarily. If you've only got a small number of models, then you can start to look at customising them, yeah. making them look individual, painting them specially. Yeah. Rather than just, you know, daub, daub, daub across I like the idea of a shelf orb. full of the dead models. <laughs> Each one has its own memorial yeah. and service. That'd be nice, yeah. Just full of grots. So what have we got there, then, to begin with? They've they got all the different sides? Yeah, nearly... Dif- different empires, different Nearly enemies, all of the... The, the, the rule book has the rules for all of the armies. You've got your yeah, ultramarines, like, like well, usual with you. Or? Uh, you've got marines, chaos... Oh, you can just paint them up in whatever yeah. chapter yeah, you like, I suppose. chapter yeah. specifics. Okay, that's good. Uh, there's orcs, there's everyone in there apart from the chaos demons for some reason okay uh oh and custodies because they're just a bit too elite so presumably you can pick your favorite side and yeah. buy, buy a small pack of models get your team ready well, and... or you can buy the starter for mm. that which comes with a bit of scenery mm-hmm. um a couple of special uh, uh ability cards for uh-huh. that particular army and some uh, counters and things yeah. uh, and you save money on buying all the bits separately but whether or not you would actually care about that I don't know I'd quite like to get into painting miniatures again I used to do some of that yeah you do that was another thing that wasn't a computer game yeah I find it very relaxing <laughs> it, it, it's a lot yeah yeah just I, I, switch off listen yeah. to some music or a podcast or whatever and just dab in away yeah it's nice yeah I was painting yeah maybe I should do more of that yeah you should build a kill team you should build a kill team there we go. Yeah, we have a campaign. Mm. So I continue my rant. Uh, go on then. <laughs> um, oh no, I haven't talked about the building. Talk about the building. There's new building designs. He's got one. Look, I got one. Well, I got a bit of one. Can't see that. But if you see, it, it's the, always shattered cathedrals, isn't it? Yeah. Well, these, where's the planet where they, you know, have got design principles from from this century, let alone the forty first millennium or whatever? Yeah. Well, um, anyway, lots of lots of smashed up Gothic cathedral yeah. bits there, but it's very nice. it's very very cleverly designed and uh, goes together really interestingly, and not just on ninety degree walls. Yeah, yeah. There, 
Anyway. But then I suppose, yeah, you don't want anything too elaborate because you still have to get miniatures in the well, yeah, playing you can board make, game. You can make a uh, fully intact building, but then you've got the... You just uh, can't get into it yeah, to you, put, you, the, put the miniatures anywhere for the actual game. Yeah. It turns out runes are a lot more useful for a game. Yeah, fair enough. All you're after really and is it fits the, fits line the of sight breaking cover. Well, it's, it's a, a universe shattered by war, yeah. yeah. Ruins is mostly the thing. Mm, cool. Talking of ruin, universes shattered by war... Okay. Eve. I'm playing oh, yeah. Eve again. Um, so, yeah, that was the other thing I downloaded in my big flurry of all the MMOs ever, Badness. which I've not finished yet. I've got a whole load more to download and try as well. I'm going to try and break my download cap this month, you know, because so, that doesn't really happen to me normally. But, yes, Eve Online, I thought, oh, yeah, I used to do that. So I thought I'll download that and have a look. I mean, I'd always developed this kind of aversion, oh, I don't know, fear perhaps, I don't know, some reluctance to want to play Eve again. That's, that's sort of increased the longer I hadn't played it. I played it quite a lot in the past. Uh, my, my main character character has a birth date of 2003 my character yeah. in eve is, is 15 years old yeah i know insane insanity i don't I can't remember I, I think i let it left it training battleships five on galente or something <laughs> so that's done so that's useful um yeah so i fired it all up i'm, a, I'm an alpha clone i'm not paying anything because eve is free to play nowadays yeah. um yeah but, um make of that what you will so you got nowadays you got this alpha clone thing and this omega clone omega clone is what we used to call a subscriber um and the alpha clone you can play for free and that includes all of your old characters as well if you just stopped subscribing you don't you don't not get access to them and have to start some new fresh things you can play your old characters it locks off all your skills over a certain length i mean so the the restrictions on alphas i think it's five million skill points in total at which point yours you can't add anything new to the skill queue my character's got 44 million skill points yours were a slacker oh no i was so such a casual <laughs> um but um, it doesn't. It still lets you play those, although yeah. it's sort of. It, and then it basically blocks out like quite a lot of tech two skills, quite a lot of uh, rank fives in things. But most, a lot of the rest of the skills are still there. From what I can see with the Alpha Clone, you. I think when it started, I think you were locked to your own race's ships, and you couldn't do more than cruisers. And I think they've progressively added more and more to that because that was quite punitive. And now. Ah, uh, there's only a few things I could do as an Omega that I can't do as an Alpha now because <laughs> I was a bit of a slacker. Yeah, I could, so I think the cloaking device is the thing I miss the most. You can't do cloaking ah, as, yeah. a, as an Alpha. That's probably to stop, you know, many thousands of alts spying or whatever, I don't know. Um, yeah, some of the Tech 2 ships I used to fly, I was only just getting into those. There was a logistics ship and some scouty thing as well, I don't know. Um, so some of the Tech 2 equipment, some of the high-end guns and stuff, I think small and medium turrets Tech 2, you can use as an alpha so so yeah i can still I, looking at what's there i could probably still pull off agent four missions pve agent four missions as an alpha clone in a battleship you can you can fly up to battleships and down all tech one ships seem to be available apart from some of the more elaborate mining barges i think so it's a really generous deal and to be honest i can't imagine looking you know well for starters i'm having just having trouble anyway coming up with any kind of motivation of what i'm going to do in eve yeah I'm, I'm enjoying looking around and seeing how it's changed at the moment and i'm just putzing about in because again it's another game where oh god i don't want to jump straight back in where i left off because i have no idea how any of it works and eve's another game where you have consequences for getting it wrong quite severe ones so i've, I've dig out dig out some alts no actually no i dig out my my main character but i'm doing agent one missions in a training system <laughs> it's like you know 15 year old character yeah <laughs> with like, all the corporate history listed and, and I'm just putzing around doing Agent 1 missions in Kestrels and stuff. I like the Kestrel. I missed that. So, 
Yeah, I'm just looking at the UI. Everything's changed. All the models have been updated. They're much more shiny and angular and defined and sharp nowadays. Symmetrical. The, yeah, a lot of symmetrical Caldari ships. When did that happen? Mm. I quite I approve, frankly. That put me off a lot of Caldari ships, to be honest. They were so, so lopsided. Um, the, the backdrops are all been updated. There's new starfields. Most of the UI's new. I mean, pretty much everything's new. I think the engine underneath it all might still be the same. But the basic gameplay seems largely the same. You know, you fly around working out what to do with yourself failing to come up with anything and doing Agent 1 missions. I know, I could immediately go and sign up with some massive 0.0 corporation yeah. and join join big wars and stuff or or become some edge, edgy elite, uh, low-sec solo PvPist or something, but who's got that kind of time? So I don't know what I'm doing with it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think Nixoy was trying it out for the first time and I was on Mumble help, helping him out and stuff. It's fascinating because I, I, I sort of basically remembered more or less how it all worked, but I still ended up doing some of the tutorial missions anyway. They've got this opportunities grid now, which I think functions as a kind of, hey, new guy, try this and this and this, and it pays you money as ah. you do these things and tick these things off a list. It doesn't it doesn't go very far, but it gets you to try one of each thing. Um, but yeah, I, I just listening to Nixoy, who'd never played it before, trying to come to terms and get to grips with it, it, it is a really impenetrable game i mean he's not stupid he's, he's you know he knows his he knows games he plays stuff he's yeah, a technical and educated chap but just listening to an utterly brand new player trying to trying to work out what the hell's going on with any of it they just i don't think they've they still not cracked their new player experience problem they, just, they, ever they keep redesigning it and i don't think they really care to be honest either most of the players who play it have played it for a long time and, and, and are happy yeah. with how it all is i and, never understood the stability of their numbers because they must have churn right well so yeah, I did a bit of hunting around the numbers because I'm quite curious on this sort of thing. So when I've been logging in, most even, you know, a couple of evenings a week and at weekends, there's been about twenty five thousand players online. It tells you on the top of the launcher. Yeah. So uh, that's I don't know if that's up or down. I remember it being higher, but not a lot higher. Like thirty seven, forty two, yeah, forties or something. So it's down a lot on what it was. But of course, with alphas, they all count too. Yeah. So does that number even mean anything at all? And of course, I think I was probably the only person I ever knew who played Eve with just one account yeah everyone's got at least two or three on there you know a cargo hauling alt for the mining or whatever i mean some people have like fleets of drakes all commanding multi-boxed and so on the launcher well it supports multi-boxing as well the eve launcher lets you attach multiple accounts and fire them up all at once <laughs> it's like they they know and they've designed around yeah. people it's just not oh you want to pay us twice as much yeah, yeah well yeah i suppose you could do it as alphas as well but it's just ridiculous that it's a game that's basic you know is intended to be played on multiple accounts you know people who are just soloing with one account is clearly doing it wrong yeah. i don't know ah well whatever um yeah so oh there's that big urax3 something war going on there's, there's a big goons imperium pandemic type I don't know. I've There's, names. A There's a massive war with around 4,000 players in one system going on at the moment and it's hitting some of the MMO headlines. And that's fascinating, but me playing the game is, is absolutely no... no <laughs> I could be just reading about it and still know just as much. So you see almost nothing of that as, as a new player just putzing around as an alpha clone. It's utterly irrelevant. I don't know. I mean, perhaps there's some nought nought uh, corporations that take alpha clones as, as cannon fodder. I don't know. I always had trouble motivating myself in that game. I very, relatively early on got to the point where I had enough money to replace the ships I was flying comfortably. I, I have about 800 million isk. Yeah, which is you know, nothing really, yeah. but is is more than suits my needs. So I say battleship replacements, and I don't even fly battleships these days. I'm flying kestrels. It's an infinite amount of kestrels, frankly. 
um yeah but i can see myself just bouncing off it because i just lack any kind of it's a sandbox you're supposed to make your own entertainment and i just don't seem to be able to do that really um yeah jammers was plexes back in the day oh uh, 300 million 100 million something like that mm. they are now 1.4 billion Oh, with a B, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Inflation, much? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, and also, the Plex is now not the Plex because remember they had that Aurum thing when yeah. they did the people. The, the, the captain's quarters is gone. I didn't ever even yeah. saw that. The first thing I did when I logged in is I had to create a person uh, for no obvious person, no reason. You know, you can use it to take a photo of your little portrait, and that's about it. Now I think you can still earn leather jackets and things from faction loyalty point stores. But yeah, the the Aurum currency they used that you could buy your monocle with, and monocle gate, and all that nonsense. Uh, I think they've rolled that into Plex. A Plex is now not a thing. It is a currency. Yeah. Uh, and you need 500 Plex to buy 30 days of game time. Okay. Uh, and 500 Plex will cost you about 1.4 billion-isk in-game. Yeah. So you need to... And earn- you can still buy the Plex separately and sell them in-game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can buy as many Plexes as you like from the ca- from the store. So five... Uh, so you need 500 plex to buy 30 days of game time and you can I think uh, the one I clicked on and saw was 110 plex for £4.24 of your earth pounds so, uh, so I think it's obviously uh, perhaps you get a better deal with higher number of plex bought at once so I suppose if you buy 500 at once it'll cost you about 15 quid I think probably so it's 15 to 20 quid, yeah. somewhere around there. I mean, you know, coming up with one of these little currencies detaches you away from the, uh, of the, course, the subscription it's fee. Well, no one could ever put their subscription fee above $15 a month without the whole internet going nuts. So let's hide it behind a currency, whatever. Um, yeah, that'll buy you Omega time, 30 days of being an Omega, which means you can then train stuff and fly the Tech 2 stuff and whatever. Uh, and yeah, obviously you can buy Plexes and sell them in-game to people. So yeah, I don't know. It's Again, it's, it's sort of really irrelevant. I don't see any need to be an Omega at all with my current level of interest and mm. aspiration in that game um, it's fun I quite like flying around and just you know blowing up little Garista pirates in Agent 1 missions I might, might work my way up to Agent 2's in a, in a, in a, in a frigate if Steady I, now. I know maybe but I don't know it's yeah yeah. It's, it's all just going on and it's it's own thing and, and it, it doesn't it doesn't care if I'm there or not really yeah. and that's always been Eve you know Eve doesn't care about you it's just fine yeah, does it let you, into battle you can have battle cruisers then yeah. that's all you need well, battleships as well for Agent Four missions, maybe. But I, I mean, some of the some of the more higher end five skills become useful at Agent Four, so perhaps it becomes a bit challenging yeah. doing those in an alpha. But I don't know. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm earning like hundred thousand credits a mission for Agent One stuff here and there. I I just I don't know what that I don't know what to make of the whole Plex market in there. The one point four billion. Yes, that's about seven or eight times what it used to be back in back when we were last playing. Uh, and I just imagine that's driven by vast demand and not so much supply. There's yeah. less, less people actually paying CCB anything, and loads of loads more people wanting to play for free, which basically means grinding out 1.4 yeah, billion isk every month. And, and if that's easy to do, then I think it, I think it is. If you right at the top with your fleets of carriers, ratting deep deep nought nought you, you, officer you spawns expect, or whatever, but from an economic point of view, that the price would rise up to what the comfortable monthly. Oh yeah, yeah, the mar- is. it's all market driven. It will, you know, it will. It will It'll, it will gravitate to what people can can pay, you know, or will pay. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I like the look and the, the look and feel of it. Is always, it was always fantastic. It was a good looking game. It was an excellent sort of stylistic thing. Although everyone looks very grim dark in their little portraits. Um, 
Yeah, and I, talk, I find myself drawing comparisons with things like you know Elite Dangerous and so on. I mean, it's 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 your menu flying. They've added some weird first person mode to your ships. I don't really. I, you can you can look at you know it's essentially first person. You can use the arrow keys to steer a ship, which is not, not really useful. not really useful in, in an XVT uh, Elite Dangerous style mm. of thing. I don't imagine many people really use that in anger. Perhaps interceptor pilots might find it slightly useful, but you can always just double click on the backdrop and make your ship fly in that direction anyway. I mean the fitting game and the tinkering with modules and stuff that's still quite fun and satisfying and I can, you know, but yeah, I sort of looked at the big star map and I clicked onto systems I visited and it still remembered all the ones I'd gone before and I only visited about I don't know 30% of the entire game. Yeah. And there was nothing distinguishing in any of those places anyway so they've got this new agency window um that seems to be like an agent finder it's like, like okay. it sort of collates different activities for you to find to go and do but the nature of the activities themselves seemed largely to be here is an agent one that does combat here's an agent two that does mining and distribution that sort of thing it points out some of the story arc chains i might have a go at those that might be an objective might be a thing to do there's a sisters of eve set epic set of missions that you can work your way through it's the nearest analog the game has to any kind kind of pve mm. normal mmo storyline type thing i might have a look at some of those before i burn out but <laughs> i don't know what to do i don't really know what i'm why i'm there really i mean it's nice to see the game move on but i wonder if it's really relevant to me anymore i think perhaps i've changed i don't know but then i think i never got eve properly back in the day no. i was always a care bear do, leveling my raven you know never got involved in all the stuff i went on that roam for that podcast that we did way back when but that, and that was quite interesting but i couldn't do that every night i mean who's got the time yeah so yeah i don't know i'm, I'm, I'm thinking with it perhaps perhaps it will grab me perhaps i'll find some motivation perhaps i'll carry on playing and talking about it more in here but at the moment it's a uh, yeah i remember all this hmm. <laughs> you know it's a, it's, it's a thing more or less nostalgia and reminiscence it's it's like driving back to a town you grew up in like 20 years later and looking around and seeing all the new houses and stuff yeah. you know you're not you're not going to get you know immediately jump back into life in that town again you've got your life somewhere else now but it's nice to look back and see how things you know see how things have changed from the days you remember and it's such a long time 15 year old character that's sort of rivaling some of my everquest characters and things as well everquest one you know yeah oh i don't know i don't know what to make of it i don't it's 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 a fine game it, people like it for what it is i'm sure you know but i don't know if if it's got anything for me really i'll, I'll keep tinkering around with it keep... not sure it ever has had anything for you no no perhaps i mean i like a good space game but you know I'm, i don't know that sandbox is quite what i'm after yeah. you know i don't know maybe star citizen will be the thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know look at how much it costs to be able to mine in that game yeah yeah so so yeah i'm currently playing eve um yeah. <laughs> make of that what you will well um i'm going to talk about a um space sandbox game okay i looked at the uh updated no man's sky okay yes yes yeah, a game with a troubled past yeah um, it's a game which has issues with hype mm. uh, and people getting o- overly carried away and maybe people promising too much and maybe PR people not saying, steady now, pull it back a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't promise stuff that's not going to be really... It's a lesson in, in the perils of enthusiasm yeah. from all and quarters. Then, and um, I've thought about this a lot. I think that it was the, the studio and the people behind it were all attacked because I, I think in part of the way that... Um, Peter Molyneux was handled by mm. uh, various people in the press. Yeah, the idea they're lying and saying that a feature is coming when it isn't is 
so wrong that um, so wrong we must destroy them yeah, with death threats must be hounded out of the industry must make sure they never work in any form shape or even and the problem again. is the people who do that yeah. are the people who some of them who do seem to believe that they are on the side of good in the world and no little bit disconnect there what you're doing is yeah what you're doing is ensuring that no one will ever provide you with gaming entertainment again yeah you know they say you shouldn't crap where you eat you know how about we just give game developers the benefit of the doubt and we just turn away and get on with our lives if they produce something that's not very good yeah that way other game developers look will look at the whole thing and go oh i might actually have a go at developing a game rather than oh bloody hell i'm not going into that i'm going to go into insurance back-end database systems where 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 no one ever threatens you with death and and um where you get more money and better hours yeah so you get shut down randomly because there you go people just you know have a have a bit of a have a bit of forethought before you launch onto yeah. that forum with a tirade, you know. Anyway, I don't have a tirade about this game. Hmm. <laughs> no, actually, I'm not. Um, <laughs> I, I quite liked the original, but found it to be a little too aimless. Mm. Uh, and the um, changes they've made have not really allayed these fears. Um, you have to spend a bit too much time gathering, and I found myself stuck on a planet uh, on a lifeless rock doing a uh, important mission as part of the tutorial uh because all procedurally generated yeah. um you know the, the, these planets are somewhat random and so i found myself on a planet where i needed carbon and there was hardly any carbon on this planet oh well try yeah. again restart new new game yeah <laughs> yeah so i was having to <coughs> get the, the tiny amount that was available and the one resource i could find mm. and so having spent ages mining that and thinking this is just basically make busy work, uh, and well, ultimately that's what computer games are. But, yeah, who has time for that? But you need to. <laughs> who has time for that? Yeah, uh, it's a bit too much like make busy work. I'm spending far too much time. Too transparent. It. Yeah, yeah. I was spending far too much time doing things and not enough time getting things done. And there's no promise of or actual reality uh, thing at the end of it all, which makes it worthwhile. So mm. it just turns into this open ended nothingness of i will mine these two resources so i can make the thing which enables my ship to have enough uh, fuel to be able to take off and i'll fly over here which you have used up a bit of that fuel so i can only do that a couple more times so i have to build this again so i better uh, start gathering those bits again now and while i'm over here <laughs> managing hunger bars basically. yeah yeah, yeah. I, and i find that increasingly tedious because mm. it doesn't feel like it's respecting my time uh, and it, it's just what it's so greedy with the amount of time it wants What's me to give it. What's the story it's trying to tell, or is there one? Yeah. There, yeah. you wake up, you are. No, I mean that figuratively. You know, I mean, do, do you feel like it, it's it, it's something you want to experience? You're 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 keen to find out more, want driven to to continue onwards, or is the, it just well, a, here's a here's a galaxy? Just the story is, you wake up with <clears throat> no memory of who you are. <laughs> yes, near a ship. That happens a lot. And then you have to follow clues and do instructions to find out what's actually going on. And then when you do find out what's going on, it is very, very disappointing unless they've changed it in the patch, <laughs> which I don't think they have. Mm. So I think I, I heard that the, the patch is adding multiplayer. Yeah, four-player multiplayer. Mm. Uh, and not a lot to do on it. You can do uh. missions <laughs> together. I mean, yeah... So, I mean, something, something like Minecraft doesn't really have a story either, but it's essentially a very large Minecraft canvas for you to add your own expression. This has building. This has. Can you express yourself and just go mad and build crazy star bases or well, whatever? You can make crazy bases on the planet, so yeah, mm. but. Yeah, yeah. 
Was, was it, it's was, the building's basically you play not enough of a. Did sandbox. you play Ark? Um, no, oh. no. Okay, you play. I could take or leave dinosaurs. You played a to bit of honest. Fortnite, didn't you? Uh, the, the building, <laughs> very, the very building's very much like that, where you know you you put down a base, then you put down a wall, and it'll snap against it. Okay, and then you put a ceiling on it, and you got a little uh, room, and mm. then you need to go dig up these things underground and put them in a machine, and then you can spend what you get from that on getting new blueprints. Okay, and that'll mean you could then get a round room or a room with a window. Mm. And, yeah, it sounds like Planet Explorers <coughs> or. Space, yeah. space engineers a bit yeah yeah they put all this effort in and made it more but they haven't actually put much more in from a interesting things to do so I, i've been playing a bit because i've been really enjoying the atmosphere because everyone it? loves procedural and and the, the art of somebody some someone being specifically paid to sit down and write a 20-hour story of, of narrative people and well, drama the and problem and, with and that and is that people will things. only play 20 hours well yeah and you can't have that it's like we've sort of fallen out of love of the idea of the single player story campaign anymore it's all it's all well here's a sandbox make your own entertainment yeah. and i i think we're increasingly finding that as a generation we're we're a bit bit barren when it comes to making our own entertainment i don't know maybe i'm just speaking for myself these days but mm. yeah so generally is it a good time to jump in because i've been humming and ahhing about no man's sky but generally ah when i see lots it's of reviews still too expensive for what it is mm. um you'll have fun for a while but yeah yeah it's it just missing maybe when i run out of everything else yeah it's just missing too much and it does feel like it's just making me wait rather than giving me gameplay yeah and yeah you know, I don't, it's just not enough to do in it still and i understand that that's what the game is and the game doesn't set out to say it's going to give you something to do i'm just finding it increasingly frustrating because mm. of that mm. yeah oh dear. yeah <laughs> Well, I tell you what. I tell you, there are there are some games I am enjoying. Okay. Just you know, to try and you know end this show on, we'll a, on a something of a high. Uh, I'm enjoying Warframe. It's going from strength to strength. I just love re- the, the yeah. rinse and repeat of that. The basic gameplay is really good. Uh, I'm enjoying Factorio. The yeah. server we got going there. We're quite close to launching rockets into space. I think an end might be in sight. I hear you got nuked. Uh, yeah, I got nuked. Yes, um, the, the 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 live test firing of the first atomic warhead went pretty much as I expected it would, as as I would expect it would. I was caught in the blast. Yes, I kind of ran towards it instead of when everyone else was running away. I didn't realise it was going to be quite so. Yeah, nuke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does a good number on uh, biter nests, so so you know my sacrifice wasn't in vain, and I respawned and got my stuff back. Only slightly radioactive. Uh, I'm sort of enjoying Lord of the Rings Online, although there is a lot no, of padding and filler and tedium in there including we've just gone through a place called the pit of iron which was an entirely unnecessary side zone that just full of really dull kill quests in, in a big cave um but yes we've got to the bit of rohan where um we've been captured and come out of isengard and then um theodred um has, has tried to attack isengard and been driven away and been killed <laughs> spoilers uh, I think we're about that far away from being recalled back to, to Lothlorien and now starting down the Great River, which is basically the high water mark of my previous ever huh. ever time in that game. So I'll be starting to see new stuff. Although I've been I've been told to really manage my expectations when it comes to Rohan uh, <laughs> mounted combat. Oh, steady now, and uh, apparently there's a lot of Rohirrim for hill forts with with log palisades around to come before we get down to like you know Mount Doom and stuff. Yeah. So so yeah, you know, grit teeth and head down, keep going. Uh, it's very much like. Frodo and Sam's painful journey to the volcano, um, but in other ways. But yeah, so I'm enjoying the anticipation of, of, of ticking that off. But um, the moment to moment can be a bit 
bit mm, sometimes. Um, and uh, what else am I enjoying? I must be enjoying something else. Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen is, oh, is still yeah. fantastic. I'm still playing my way through that, pottering and, and pressing on the story in equal measure. I like that a lot. So, you know, there is games I like. I just have to keep trying them all until I find another one I like. That's basically the idea. So probably a lot more download and play one hour of MMOs coming up for the rest of them I think I recently tried Age of Conan and recently tried Anarchy Online so um, you know and we just bounced off Secret World Legends as well so the the field's narrowing I mean I'm, t- I'm tempted to have a look at Elder Scrolls Online but it's the box cost and I'm not sure yeah. I can be bothered to I mean um, who has 40 quid for that has that gone away now uh, no I think it's you still have to buy the basic box it's free to play once you're in it's a buy once uh, oh yeah no I've got it Flem model I believe they. I've got it's part of my uh, Xbox Games Pass <coughs> subscription yeah. which I should probably maybe it'll have. be on some deal or something and I'll have a look but but yeah anyway so you yeah. know, not all is lost but it's a bit of a doldrum of maybe lost. it's a summer thing maybe it's uh, yeah, I'm just be. enjoying outdoors I'll talk about Ben Nevis uh, yeah. probably on a future show I recommend you go climb a mountain I'm going to go climb Ben Nevis that's what I'm going to do yeah yeah. So what did you learn this week? I learned that writing a driving model for a game is far harder than it looks, and I thought it was really hard to start with. Okay. I learned that uh, Baby Driver is not as good as Hot Fuzz. That's what I learned. Did you find that Baby Driver mm-hmm. lacked any real substance? Um, well, there was the sort of he, you know, he girl meets boy, you know, boy meets girl, boy boy tries to wrangle his way out of a life of crime, you know, and he's quite good at driving, and and there's a backstory about how he likes music a lot. That I just didn't really find any of the characters particularly likable or did, sympathetic. Did you find the lack of any repercussions at the end somewhat? He went to prison at the end and then came out straight away in a yeah. sort of montage. Um, you know, he didn't, didn't feel like. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. There, there was no real heroism. Everyone died more or less and and all oh, spoilers. And and yeah, it just wasn't as I was expecting something not quite hot fuzz clearly. It was obviously a bit more serious, but you know, a bit more light, a bit more lively and a bit more of a romp and it was just a bit uh, and that soundtrack there. Well, yeah, but just such unlikable characters all the way yeah. through it. Which you don't expect from an no. Edgar Wright thing. So there you go. Watch Hot Fuzz again. Always watch Hot Fuzz. Do you spill? Uh, go along to how go along to how to murder time.com to find our previous episodes go on to youtube to find all the videos uh subscribe like whatever yeah whatever whatever see you next time maybe